Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilby. I'm not in a mood for drama tonight, Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. Be good. <laughs> Presented by Coors Light. Fresh off uh, seeing Matt LaFleur speak to the team or speak to the, the media, uh, we are now joined by Jason Wildy after uh, a pretty bad performance overall by the Green Bay Packers. Plenty of blame to go around, Jason, but what was the vibe uh, today at uh, Lambeau Field? Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, from the flight deck. This is <laughs> Matt Hamilton, <laughs> Your Delta flight to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, the 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 mood was not as lighthearted as, as I just was. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it, they they had Lafleur said they had a long team meeting, and you know I I am fascinated by this season, and you know you guys know this because we've been talking every week, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes twice a week, sometimes twice within twenty four hours, like which has been really stellar yesterday. And now here I am driving home from Lambeau, but it, it has been. I enjoy both of your company. That Likewise. Said, you guys have heard me over and over again, and I, I don't like to sound like a broken record, but we've talked about how I went into this season so fascinated because, and, and this is not a dig at Jim, but this was, hey, let's find, we're going to find out how the other half lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> and, and I'm eager to see how it goes. And, and I, I got to be honest, and I, I'm, I'm starting to get, I try not to get frustrated with fans because I am thankful that they care so much about this team that we can do a radio show for three hours where it's the Packers and other stuff that enters Tausch's wild, brilliant, genius brain, right? Yeah. I'm glad I've gotten to cover this team for 28 years. So I, I don't want to be that guy. At the same time, I just kind of want to shake some of these fans and kind of grab them by the shirt collar and say, what were you expecting here? Like, they they have, and and I had somebody got pissed because I called them children, but <laughs> they are very young players. Like, they they are, like, some of them are literally 21 years old. Like, four, four years ago, they, they were still, in, like, seniors in high school, and now they're playing in crucial situations in games. In the NFL, and whether they're dropping passes on back-to-back plays like Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave, or, you know, I understand Jordan Love is 24, but Aaron Rodgers is 39. He played, he's played 18 seasons. He's seen it all. Jordan Love has not seen it all. And so I, I'm, just, I'm just flummoxed by this, and, and I do think that the success they had against the Bears which should not have been that big of an accomplishment. No offense. No, no. Uh, really, it really skewed people's expectations, and suddenly now they're they're pissed at Lafleur. There's 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 a portion of the fan base that is going to make excuses for Jordan Love no matter what. There's a portion of them that thinks that this team should have never drafted him in the first place. All these kind, of, they're, they're all over the map on this. But the bottom line is, they have a young offense with a first-year starting quarterback, and if you didn't think that we were going to, and I know some fans, they're the quiet, silent majority, hopefully, 
I understand that some fans knew that we were in for this, but it does feel like those fans are awfully quiet, and it's all the other fans that I'm hearing from that are like, oh, the floor doesn't know what the hell he's doing, and, and you know, they, they miss Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones would fix everything, and the game plan sucked and everything else. No, they just have really young guys, and Matt LaFleur has to figure out offensively after playing not only with a veteran quarterback but a bunch of veteran players at the skill positions, like a Devontae Adams, who he hugged for a long time last night. He's got to figure out how to walk the line of finding ways to simplify things so these young players can do what they need to do while also keeping it at least somewhat complicated so the defense doesn't think they're running the Ashwaubenon High School playbook. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I had I had events. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm done now. No, you know what, Jason? I'm, I'm, I'm in your corner. I thought the first couple games were exceeded expectations, and then we're kind of falling back to earth. Uh, and it's, 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 it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. I, I can get behind that this is a young team, but at at some point you have to look at Jordan Love and question some of the decisions that were made. And no doubt, I for me right there, that's why on our love meter I have it keeping it casual. But you had I remember listening Tausch, he might have been ready to give the guy a contract before the season was over, I think is what his bold prediction was. Is that Jordan Love was gonna get signed before the season's over. Like that looks like a pretty crazy thought now. And it's I just don't know where Jordan Love is really at. You know, so like it gets us to our poll question. If you were to point, oh, you, wow, you're going. I do want to. Jason's not going to answer this. It's the poll well, question. What a what a professional radio. There you go. This guy's become, huh? You yeah. know, the segue there. If we're going to ask the people, I feel like we got to ask Jason. Even if you're going to hedge your way through it, I'm cool with that. I love the way you do it. Well, you know that. So go ahead and take us through this process in Jason's head. Is it more? Or in in 2025, are we more likely to see? Jordan Love on the Packers or Matt LaFleur on the Packers? Ooh, that is an interesting question. Yeah. All right, first of all, to kind of dial it back to the raspy-voiced curler that Paula didn't know who you were and now does (laughs) uh, from yesterday, um, I would start start by saying that I, I think you're right about ratcheting up expectations, first of all. Uh, Second of all, you know, and I said this to Lafleur in the press conference. I said I got into a pretty heated argument today about this. Uh, can you grow from failure? Because Tausch and I, you know, we, we have had two. I would say, really, where I've gotten really frustrated, and it was after they lost to Atlanta, and Tausch was saying that Jordan Love had been awesome. And I kept, you know, and I am particular about words, and I'm annoying that way, and I totally get it. But when you go 0 for 6 and you have the ball in your hand, you can go win the game with a field goal, and you don't get it done, I don't think you deserve to be called awesome. That was my argument. And then, what a crazy and, and take. Then, <laughs> and then now, you know, now, you know he's, he, this morning we were arguing about how they've regressed, which is another question I did ask Matt LaFleur tonight. Uh, but m- more significantly, like being realistic in how, you know, they are going through the – 
here's the thing, and, and I, I love Tausch. Uh, he, I think he knows that, even when I get frustrated with him. But, like, he knows a million times more about football than I ever will. What I do think I understand, though, to some degree, is how people in power in the organization talk, understanding what they can't actually say. And Matt LaFleur cannot say, are you effing looking at who we're working with here? Like, Luke, did you, did you guys see during the game last night when Luke Musgrave came to the sideline and LaFleur was, yeah. as, as much as LaFleur chews somebody out, was chewing him out? Because they had a third and three play, and he blew his, he, he blew his route, and he had a busted route, and they would have gotten the, first, the ball should have gone right to where he should have been, and he wasn't there. And that's the kind of stuff that happens with young players. That doesn't ha- now. Mercedes Lewis might take another <laughs> seven to eight more seconds to have gotten there, but he would have gotten to the right place. And so, my, this is uh, they are who I thought they were. <laughs> they didn't surround a young quarterback with a bunch of experienced guys who are always going to be as Aaron Rodgers demanded of them in the right place at the right time. They they weren't and they aren't and. Jason Brable, the wide receivers coach, admitted that, and John Dunn, the tight ends coach. So none of that is a surprise to me. The problem is, is that if we're trying to evaluate on the love meter how you feel about them, that, that is an uncontrollable aspect to him trying to do his job, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he can, he can run the play exactly as it's designed. He can be ready to get the ball out right on time. And the guy's not where he's supposed to be. Uh oh, now what? Right? And so I, I just, I, I am, I have tried very hard when I was taking all kinds of crap on social media for not being over the moon about Jordan Love's training camp. And, and I was getting really pissed. Like, I was, you, you can ask Tommy Olsen, like, I don't like social media at this point in my career to begin with, but I was done with it. And poor Maddie had to hear me get frustrated with, Hey, I'm the forward-facing person that's got to put up with all these people. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a siege because I wouldn't declare him the next great thing. And now you're seeing that this is how growth for young young quarterbacks and also young receivers and tight ends. This is how it works. It's in fits and starts, and there are really good moments, and there are not so good moments. And I would have loved to have seen how the game would have ended if. Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave don't drop those passes. I would love to know, do they go and win that game? I think there's a distinct possibility that they do. Now, Jordan Love deserves all kinds of blame, right? He threw three interceptions, including the one that cinched the lock. He's got a guy in his face. He's off schedule. Christian Watson doesn't fight for the ball. Oh, he had the wide-open Musgrave, though. That one, too, was egregious. No doubt. So he deserves blame for that. But just like is true for every quarterback, even the Mitch Trubisky's of the world, when other people screw up, you have no control over that. Mm-hmm. And I would have just loved to have seen them catch those two balls and see if they're able to win the game. Because the, then the narrative is completely different today. Now, yeah, you know, they didn't score a lot of points. They're not very good. But, hey, they found a way to win. That's all that matters. Like, think about the narrative after the Saints game. Like, they were garbanzo for three quarters. <laughs> but all we talked about was the comeback. Right. That's, that's what winning does. And, and I think we're all just, you know, and again, no offense to Jim, because he's lived through all this before, and he's one of the few 
the proud the Chicago Bears fans who can identify with this because there's way too many Packers fans who have no idea. Like, the only time they feel this way is when Rodgers breaks his collarbone. Or broke his thumb last year, which I know we ignore because he just sucks and we don't like him. <laughs> right. Well, he, right. he didn't help today. But that was a that's great a answer, by the way, Jason. No, Thank oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, today. Don't even get me started. Right, right. The guy is desperate, I'm, for, I'm his, the guy is desperate for attention since he doesn't play football anymore. But with uh, Jason, the I feel like I should have written like a handbook for Packer fans of oh, stages idea. stages of how to handle like as it sounds like Chicago sports radio with Trubisky and Fields of like well maybe it's the coach maybe it's the players it's never the quarterback and I'm not saying it is in this case but it's always the quarterback is the last to be blamed right. but Jason my whole point on this and I wanted to get your thoughts on it, is that it doesn't really matter if it's LaFleur or if it's Love or if it's the players. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. This is why it's so hard to develop quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Any one of these three outcomes, they're screwed. If, if Jordan Love is bad, yep. well then, okay, he's bad, he's out. If Matt LaFleur is bad, you're not going to fire him until after next season and a new quarterback or new coach is going to come in and say, I don't want a quarterback heading into his sixth year who's unproven. I'm going to get my own guy. And so that means mm-hmm. Jordan Love is cooked. And if the players aren't good enough to match the scheme – one of those other two things are going to happen. So it doesn't really matter if it's Jordan Love's fault or Matt LaFleur's fault or the players' fault. If it doesn't work, the fans are the ones that are going to have to eat it, and you can put the blame wherever you want. I don't know, I don't know who ruined Mitch Trubisky or ruined Justin Fields. I don't, and you know, Fields is showing a little flashes here, but I don't know what the answer is, but it doesn't really matter what the answer is because it didn't give you the outcome you wanted. Yeah, and, and look, if you can get the other two pieces right, you don't have to be as right with the quarterback. Yes. And I think you would say with the Bears that they got basically none of the pieces right. Yeah. And that that's – that's I love the idea of the handbook, though. <laughs> you know, you can have uh, – you can have Sylvie White write the forward. Right. Uh, you can have Waddle write something in the inside cover. I, that's a great idea because I'm serious. Uh, you know, he had – Sylvie had a tweet yesterday. You know, welcome to the world the rest of us live in, Packers fans. Uh, like if you had taken Jordan Love's name off of his stat line and you had just posted the stat line, 16 of 30, 182 yards, three picks, no touchdowns, 32.2 passer rating, uh, and you gave it to a portion of the Packers fan base, oh, that must be Matt Jones's line, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they would they, – you're right, there are there is a – I don't think it's the vast majority, but there is a portion – that will find excuses for Jordan Love. And Jordan Love's not part of that group. Jordan Love, what I respect the hell out of him for, because other people have not been this way. He got up there last night. I used it for the basis of my story in the State Journal this morning. He got up there and flat out said, I wasn't good enough. I need to be better. I can't make those mistakes. And that I found refreshing from a quarterback. That's the frustrating part, because I, I mean... I, we all had a mutual friend, Soup Campbell, that that was a former Badger, played for the Bears. So Mitch Trubisky's like the best, hardest-working dude, and it just didn't work out, and he hated it. It sucked. And like Jordan Love, mm-hmm. see, like he, he's putting in the work. Like yeah. It'd be easier if he was a bum, but he's putting in the work. He's putting in the effort. He's, he's trying demeanor. to be a leader. Uh, great demeanor. All of that. Like He's doing everything you're supposed to do, and it still might not work, and that makes it so much worse than... like. Cutler was like yep. unlikable, so it's kind of like, all right, whatever. But yeah. like with Mitch and Justin, you're like, I want it to work. And with Jordan Love, you're like, well, I want it to work because he's doing all the things you're really supposed to do guy. that you're supposed yeah. to do to be great. But, but it's not working, <laughs> right? If it if it fails, you want it to be like the Johnny Manziel deal. Yeah, 
they would check his iPad, right? And he had zero points. Oh yeah, uh, Russell out in uh, in Vegas, or well, Oakland, I think at the time, or wherever they, wherever he was, were, right? Same Marcus thing. Russell. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, you'd rather have just a bum. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Jim, I was thinking for your uh, for your handbook yeah. for Packer fans, maybe you could hit up. Uh, Summer Morrison, she could illustrate oh, it for she you. I wanted to get to this, okay. Yeah, because she illustrated Quadzilla finds his footing, and it was nice because at about 13 minutes left in the third quarter, Quadzilla found his footing. So that was exciting, right, Jason? He did, and, and I, I, I don't think we provided the motivation, but I think we, look, again, we, do, we, do we have a little fun with that? We did yeah. today. But the bottom line is he, I was really happy for him. I like him as a dude. He does work hard. He does care about it probably too much, which has probably been to his detriment at times. Right. And yesterday, they they blocked better for him. They had Elton Jenkins back. He still was not dominating, but you'll take what 20 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown over what you had seen from him in the first four games. Right. So I mean, honestly, what stood out the most for me is, as opposed to his usual, like, ground and pound, just let's push the lineman in front of us and we'll all just push together and get there. He had that really great cutback. And again, it wasn't super quick. It wasn't very like, you know, it's not Aaron Jonesy, but he showed really good vision and was able to like get like 11, 12 yards on that run. I I was impressed by it. It gave me hope moving forward that like he's hearing it. He's probably talking to Jones and getting tips on how to run a little bit more of like a patient style running back. And I, I, I did like that. He wasn't stellar, but he was definitely better than he has been. So I was I, I am willing to say Quadzilla found his footing. <laughs> he needed that, Jason. We got it we all saw well, Jason, super over. That was a pure joke yesterday. I loved it. So thank you for helping setting me up today so I could bust it out on our show. But also Matt needed he all really right. wants AJ Dillon to be good. I want him to be He's- a Packer longer because right. he wants to be a Packer longer. His wife wants him to be a Packer longer. I just, I'm, he seems like a good guy. I just like Jordan Love. I want yeah. him to well, be maybe, good. Yeah, maybe you should stop making jokes about him then on the pregame show. Uh, all <laughs> right, Jerry Hamilton. Uh, all right. Thanks, thanks, Jason. <laughs> Bye. See ya. <laughs> oh, man.